Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. It is November the 10th. It is Friday, you guys. I'm here over in the United States, Saturday, and some of the other places around the world. <laughs> anyway, it is 5.08 p.m. my time, Central Standard Time. And, uh, of course, you know, you guys know I am bringing some articles tonight. I'm going to bring you guys some articles. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we have craziness going on, and it just tells you how close we really are to the Lord's return. Um, if you guys are new to the channel, it is Bible Prophecy for Today, and uh, that is the number four. And um, I bring you guys headlines and news and culture and all the crazy things in the world that you're not going to find in your mainstream media because they're not going to tell you, especially in the United States westernized media. Of course, you know, BlackRock and they all, everybody owns the media. And so it's just little folks like myself and, um, you know, different places. You can go to HarpingersDaily.com, American Thinker, Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Um, other places like that, you guys can go and grab really good news you're not going to find anywhere else. And that's where I bring you guys' news from, is from these other great sources. And if you're wondering where all I grab the news from, you can go to my website at BibleProphecyTheNumber4Today.com and I have a whole list of trusted news sources that you guys can go and um, get news headlines and stay abreast of what is going on in the world today. And uh, let me tell you, it goes by so fast, minute by minute. I have been studying eschatology for at least over 30 years. And, um, you know, I, it's never been like it is today. I remember we'd have to wait. And I remember, if you guys remember um, Tim LaHaye, when they came out with, um, oh my gosh, uh, I'm looking at one of the books now soon, uh, Jenkins. Um, anyway, they came out with the Left Behind series. Uh, we had to wait an entire year for that other book to come out. And let me tell you something, you could read that book in like a day and you had to wait a year for the next book to come out. It was excruciating. Nowadays, it's, you know, you can upload them and, you know, boom, publish them. But back in the day, wasn't quite like that. But back then, everybody was so hungry for Bible prophecy that was in the 90s. And then it just kind of died away. You know, nobody, it's kind of, you know. Whatever went on about their day, well, nothing happens. We're going to go on. Everything's been going around just like, you know, it ever has been, blah, blah, blah. You know, like Eeyore, you know, it's like the Bible said, there'd be those people that would mock, you know, us, um, us people at the end times that would say that Jesus is coming soon. Um, they would mock us like in the days of Noah, you know, they mocked Noah and then the floods came and then, uh-oh, SpaghettiO, Noah was right. Um, so the Bible tells you these things. God gives you warnings and um, Bible prophecy, and the book of Revelation is not hidden. I mean, if you think about the the book's title is Revelation, hello, the revealing, the apocalypse. So, um, and so people think it to be something, you know, oh, it's hard to understand and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's really not. If you read the book, it's not. The Holy Spirit's going to help you. Now, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, it might be a little difficult for you to understand, understand any of the Bible. I mean, you can read any book, you know, but if you don't have the Holy Spirit to guide you, you know, in that understanding, then you're really not going to understand. And let me tell you somebody who studied Bible prophecy my entire life, just about, and studied the Bible, actually, my entire life. Let me tell you, you'll learn something new every day. I mean, the Lord's going to reveal to you something new. You could read that passage, I don't know, 500 times, and the Lord can speak to you 500 different times. And so that's why it is called the living and active word of God. And so my tagline is get in the word of God and let the word of God get into you. And of course, Maranatha, which means come Lord Jesus. And so 
And when we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, we are actually praying for the Lord Jesus to return. And if you guys know something, this is amazing. Buckle your seatbelts. It's super simple. When that last person of the church age accepts Jesus Christ as their Savior, bam, we are yanked out of here. So what other, what other, um, I don't know, do you guys need to go out and tell somebody about Jesus? <laughs> that last person, when they accept Christ, boom, we are yanked out of here. We are snatched away like the bible says we are raptured we are raptured and that's where the rapture the word rapture is not in the bible it's not in the english bible but it is in the um the uh the uh the uh oh my goodness i can't even think <laughs> the uh rome the rome bible um so anyway yeah so it was like the word the word rapture is not in the bible but it is it's rapture the latin bible that's where you go the rome bible <laughs> the latin vulgate basically the latin bible so anyway yes the word is in there and the greek word is harpazod harpazod which is in you know the greek and so that's us we're being snatched away is what that means so isn't that amazing we could just be bopping along you know walking down the road shoop, we're gone you know the last trumpet and bam we're out of here so i'm always looking for a trumpet and uh you know i always wonder one of these days i'm going to start this podcast with the trumpet sound and we like everybody's gonna be like what <laughs> Come, Lord Jesus. Um, anyway, so we all need to be excited about the return of the Lord Jesus. Did you know, and if you knew this or not, but I bet you did, if you listen to my podcast long enough, you know that there is a crown for you if you love the Lord's appearing. So all you have to do is love the Lord's appearing for him to come and take us out of here and you get a crown. What? That we can throw it at his feet. Isn't that amazing? Art, you and I were talking about that the other day. And uh, it is so true. Um, there are rewards for us believers and that uh, people are like well we shouldn't really be doing stuff just for rewards you know well i'm gonna tell you something if the lord jesus wants to hand out rewards well i want to get one of those you know what i mean and i know you probably do too because like a kid we always wanted to make our daddy proud dad look dad look you remember his little pants leg pulling on a shirt dad look at me look at me you know always wanted to be proud of us don't you want that with your heavenly father i mean i know i do i want the i want my heavenly father to be proud of me you know i want the lord jesus to be proud of me and, um, you know, I don't know about you, but that's just something that I want. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of good promises in the Bible. And the book of Revelation is one of the only books in the Bible that, that blesses you, promises you a blessing if you just read it, heed it, and listen to it. Isn't that amazing? And so um, I'm telling you, even if you don't think you can understand the book of Revelation, just get in it and start reading it because you know what? We win. In the end, we Christians, hey, we win. And if you don't like horses, <clears throat> you better start saddling up to one here pretty quick, you know, and just kind of being nice to them because you're going to be riding a white horse on the way back when we come back with the Lord Jesus at Armageddon. And uh, that's when he just destroys everything with his mouth. And then with the word of God, just comes up, boom, and destroys them. And we don't have to do anything. We just ride behind him. Isn't that amazing that our Lord, our King Jesus does it all? Wow. I'm telling you, you guys, we need to be excited. Okay. I don't want all this podcast to be doom and gloom and, you know, oh my gosh, all this stuff is going on. Yeah, there's a lot of wicked things in this world going on. But you know what? Our Heavenly Father is in control he is sovereign and so i've been reading still yes folks i'm still in it the book of jeremiah and so as i'm reading through the book of jeremiah and i'm looking at, at israel what has happened um to israel here lately and it's just like like mirrors the book of jeremiah and so i'm in i think i'm in chapter 38 or 39 i'm almost through the book but um i'm like wow you know and so we need to pray that the jews in 
um, Israel will repent and accept Jesus as their Messiah because right now they don't believe that. They don't believe that Jesus is their Messiah. And so they are living, um, you know, in, in, in rebellion. And so we need to pray for them. And there are the Messianic Jews. You know, my sister-in-law, she is a Messianic Jew. Um, and so my brother-in-law, or not brother-in-law, but my sister-in-law and her brother and so and her parents. So they are Messianic Jews. Praise God for that. And I'm very thankful for that. And um, there's like to me, that's like a double special blessing on on them, you know, because of that. But um, if if you know, uh, if you know some Jewish folks, please pray for them because I mean, I have some friends that are Jewish, and um, they they don't believe that Jesus is is God. They don't believe that, and so they don't believe that He is their Messiah. And so you know, it kind of breaks my heart. But I'm gonna adjust my mic here so I can lean back here in my chair a little bit. Okay. And so, but we need to be praying for that, praying for the peace of Jerusalem. And uh, when we pray for that, we pray for the Lord to come back. That's what we are praying for. And uh, let's jump into some headlines. I've uh, chit-chatted long enough. So coming to you guys from foxnews.com by Michael Rias um, at Fox News. He's talking about heightened alert for, quote, lone wolf, unquote, terror attacks in U.S. as Israel battles Hamas militants abroad. Uh, and terror terror threats have elevated, says FBI Director Christopher Ray. And of course, we kind of figured that. If you hadn't figured that, mm, you hadn't been listening. <laughs> uh, I know I've been saying it, people been screaming it from the rooftops. I'm always telling you guys to get prepared to get a gun. If you don't know how to use a gun, learn how to use one. If you don't feel comfortable with a gun, get you something. Get a knife. Get you some pepper gel. Don't get the spray because it'll blow back. You know, get the gel because it sticks to your assailant's face i hope anyway um yeah get you some of that stuff there's all kinds of things that you can get you can get stun guns um and you can get that you can get tasers as well so if you want to carry a taser um a good thing about a taser is you, they don't have to get in close proximity to you if they're coming at you you can pull the trigger on that thing and them little things will fly out there and hook on to them um but one thing i will remind you of or, or you know maybe give you like a little i don't know I don't know, a little subtle warning maybe that those tasers don't always work. Okay. They don't always work on assailants. Um, I've seen that in training videos. Eh, sometimes if they're on drugs, it don't even phase them. So, you know, always be prepared. Take you some self-defense classes, Krav Maga or something like that. You can take some Israeli um, defense tactics and that kind of thing. So there's always something you can do, but don't be a sitting duck. Don't be a victim. My mama would say, don't be a victim. So anyway, let's talk about that. So uh, as Israel battles the Hamas terror group following an, uh, an October 7th assault inside its borders assault. I don't think I've just called that just an assault. That was an all out. Never mind. Anyway, authorities in the U.S. are urging awareness over the risk of a lone wolf terror attacks on American soil. A decade ago, during the rise of the Islamic State group, lone wolf attacks became a shocking new trend that counterterrorism investigators worked tirelessly to thwart in the U.S. and abroad. As the Trump administration squashed ISIS overseas, American law enforcement tamped down on the problem at home, leading to a decline in such attacks, according to Paul Morrow, a former NYPD inspector but folks i have a plan and i think um y'all should all have a plan too um in case this stuff happens because you know there it's gonna be like a coordinated attack i think is what's gonna be they're all gonna do it at once maybe on one day uh, at a certain time i could be wrong they could just be doing it sporadically i don't know but you need to have a plan. You need to have a bug out bag. And everybody has a bug out bag. You need to have you a bag um, that you can grab and go if you don't live in a safe neighborhood. If you can. Um, if these things do happen, riding in the streets and that kind of stuff, which we've seen a lot of here in the United States. If you can shelter at home, shelter at home. But if you can't get out and go somewhere, 
Um, have a network of people that you know, um, maybe folks that live outside of the city limits, maybe some folks in suburban areas or country areas. Um, but you know, we all need to have a network of friends and family, you know, that we can go to and we can, um, get out if we need to. Um, so where I live, there's a very large population of, um, Arab of, uh, immigrants. And so we can thank Obama for that. Um, but no, wherever you are, and actually because there's a couple blocks from me. <laughs> so, um, but wherever you are, just have a plan, have a bag that you can grab and go medication, um, whatever you're going to need, put water in your vehicle, you know, have enough water, always have a full tank of gas. My mama always told me that always have a full tank of gas. And as I'm sitting here talking to you, I have three quarters of a tank. No, no, I don't. I have, I have a, I have a quarter of a tank. So I need to go get myself some gasoline too. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So if you're listening to this, don't do as I do. Don't do what I say. Uh, don't do what I do. Do as I say, as my mama would say. No, go fill up with gas. Um, always have your vehicle full of gas and just be ready. Be ready because um, you know you never know what's going to happen. So anyway. Um, especially when they're telling us they're going to do that. And so usually what they tell you they're going to do, they do. They really do. And so um, I don't want to dwell too much on that because I'm sure you guys all know that we um, probably have millions of them here in our uh, inside of the United States thanks to our open border quote policy from Biden in the Obama administration. You guys remember that? Yeah. So um, so Dome of the Rock um, by Jim Towers. And this is posted the 7th. Uh, of November and it's at raptureready.com and so uh, let's go back over here I'm going to pull up some more articles we're going to talk about um, this evening hopefully if I got some time let me go back up here Um, I kind of wanted to um, talk to you guys a little bit about that Uh, the lone wolf but uh, oh another thing we got the Pope's absurd advice of a ceasefire in coming together yeah the Pope goes on to say let's pray that we have the strength to say enough well I'm happy to inform him that his prayers have been answered because Israel has truly said enough enough to the targeted murder of children enough to the targeted murder of young people at a forest party and enough to the slaughter of entire families and we'll talk about that article, too. That's in All Israel News. And uh, we have Berlin Jews hide names of children amid rising anti-Semitism. I said you're the Jerusalem Post. So there's a lot of things happening in the news today that we need to be aware of. Okay, so there is so much. Um, it says, um, as reported in the community's official monthly publication, uh, Judicious Berlin, uh, the privacy measure limits the disclosure of names to only the first name and the initial of the last name for both 12-year-old girls and 13-year-old boys at their bar and bar uh, bat mitzvahs, respectively, they said. So, I never thought I would see the day where we would be re- repeating what happened um, in Nazi Germany. But, we are. And, um, you know, for for us that love Israel and for us that love um, our Heavenly Father and Lord Jesus, we think, my goodness, how could this happen? This is terrible. This is awful. And it is. It's every one of those things. But it's also Bible prophecy uh, because the Bible told us that in the end days, the entire world would come against Jerusalem, would come against the Jewish folks, and he would make them a stumbling block. And he has, and they are, and have been. Ever since they've been back in their land in 1948, they have been a stumbling block to the world. And so um, it's just 
Bible prophecy and in the end times, it said anti-Semitism would just be off the charts, and we see that happening now. And uh, it breaks my heart; it grieves me. Um, but I do know that it is, you know, Bible prophecy that God said this would happen. And so that's one thing we can take heart in is just knowing that the Lord knows. You know, He knows the end from the beginning. And um, you know, we just need to be in prayer um, for the folks in Jerusalem and just pray, you know, that they would uh, turn from, you know, the rebellion and accept Jesus as their savior, their savior. He came to save them. And so, um, that's what we could pray for. And, uh, yeah, pray for their protection, pray for their victory over Hamas. Um, you know, cause it, it'll happen because, you know, in the end days, um, the Ezekiel 38 and 39 wars when they, you know, they all come against all the Muslim nations pretty much come against, um, Israel. They're all kind of lining up that like, like that right now, but they will all come against them. And, uh, of course, uh, Israel defends, defeats them, I mean, soundly, and it's the Lord God, and it says at that time the entire world will know that God Almighty is the one that defeated them, and so that day's a-coming, and so is uh, Damascus being blown off uh, the face of the earth, so that's going to happen too, that's been prophesied as well, and so lots of prophecies, you know, that have not been fulfilled that we've been waiting on, and boy, we're like right on the cusp of them. And so some folks think that the uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39 war will happen after the rapture. Some folks think it could happen before the rapture. But I do know it will probably happen pretty close either before or after the rapture. Um, because it does say they will burn the weapons. Israel will burn the weapons of their enemies for seven years. And so, of course, the tribulation is seven years long. And, uh, you know, the really neat thing, if you guys have ever seen Petra, I think it's over there in Jordan. Um, if you guys go and look, um, it has stayed the same over its entire existence. There's no roads, there's no nothing into Petra. And because the Bible said that it would be that way, there would be no roads into Petra. And that's where the Jews are going to flee um, during the tribulation, three and a half years into the tribulation, when they realize that the Antichrist is not their friend and that they're going to realize that he is not their savior. And so that's where they're going to flee to. Um, and so a lot of people think that Matthew 24 was wrote to the church age. It's not. It's written to the Jews during that time. So that's another thing. Um, we won't be here during Matthew, you know, 24. And, uh, you know, my pastor talked about that. Several other pastors have talked about that as well. But it's really neat to know, um, like, if you don't know the word of God and if you haven't studied it, you know, like studied it, like, like dug into it, like, you know, know, the Hebrew part and the Greek, you know, dig into the words, you know, and get a good study Bible. Then, you, you know, you really won't know. You'll just think, oh, well, you know, kind of like me, like I always thought, oh my gosh, that's us, you know, and, uh, but it's kind of neat just to, you know, to study. And I always recommend John MacArthur's study Bible. Fantastic. Warren Wearsby has a good one. Dr. David Jeremiah has one of the best study Bibles, especially for end times. Um, several, several books. I mean, there's tons of books, um, tons of material that you guys can get. I have a bunch of them listed on my website. Um, uh, so you guys can go check out BibleProphecyForToday.com. Um, lot trusted, um, theologically sound, doctrinally sound, um, teachers and pastors and resources and stuff like that is on the website. I did a lot, a lot of research to bring that, um, together because there's a lot of nut cases out there. You know, Hank Hanegraaff, he's terrible. Do not do not listen to Hank Hanegraaff. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him or if you heard of him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, mm -mm. um there's some other ones out there, um, you know, that you probably don't want to, you know, get uh, entangled with. But um, anyway, uh, I will let you guys know, um, I'm, I'm recording this in part, 
um, kind of stop it and going. But I, I was playing with the seven month old German Shepherd Hans yesterday. Let's just say I'm 48 years old and I probably need to act like an adult <laughs> and not a, not a kid, teenager. So I was playing chase with Hans and, uh, uh, I don't know if it's called tur- t- turf toe or like whatever. But anyway, we uh, we were running and playing and I rolled, not my ankle. You thought it was my ankle. Yeah, it wasn't. It was my foot. It was my toes. So I rolled my toes up under, it's terrible, underneath me. And uh, yeah, I came slamming down um, pretty hard. And I, I thought I had dislocated my big toe and the next toe and the next toe. And uh, I was in so much pain. And I'm a redhead. So if, if I'm in that much pain, then uh, I was probably in pain, and so anyway, I broke down and went to the ER, and um, I, I could have swore I thought, folks, I, I, I could have told you it was broke. I was like, it's got to be broke. Even the doctor was like, oh boy, that's, uh. you know, the doctor goes, ooh, you know, it's probably broke, right? No, they did x-rays, was not broke. It said severely sprained, though. I was like, what? You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, and so it can happen. So I'm in a boot in crutches, and so... That's a first for me, and I'm used to blowing and going. Let me tell you, I'm a hobbling and a gobbling. Let me tell you, I am, I'm a, I'm a hobbling around, but I'm still getting it done. So anyway, um, I feel like terrible. It looks, I mean, terrible. It was like black and blue and swollen in places. I didn't know your toe could swell in. But anyway, there's enough of that. Oh, you guys, it's been, uh, it's uh, been quite the experience. I can tell you that much. But I do know I'm probably too old. To be running around like that. Will I do it again? Probably, yeah, because, yeah, I like to <laughs> like to play fetch uh, with my customer's dog. So, yeah. So, what else? What else is going on? Uh, the Dome of the Rock. So, this is what I kind of want to talk to you guys about. And uh, this is from RaptureReady.com. And it says, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dome of the Rock wasn't destroyed by a stray missile. And the whole Islamic world would be would then be at war with the Israelis. This could also happen by a lone wolf hoping to incite the billions of Islamics in the world. Uh, it wouldn't take any more than that incident to spark World War Three. And you all know, found that ironic when I saw that headline because my pastor was just he was over there he was in israel when the hamas war broke out he was there he actually just came home last sunday um and he he had mentioned that too he said um if anything would happen it would be like a stray missile hitting hitting the dome they'd blow their own dome up you know and uh, i was like wow and then of course here's this article but anyway we'll talk about that article um so let me scroll on over here and we'll go ahead and talk about that right now so double the road is by jim towers and it's at raptureready.com so once again, this article is at raptureready.com by Jim Towers. So he goes on to say, already the Houthis of Yemen are were shooting ballistic missiles across the Red Sea at Israel near where the two primary Islamic mosques are located. But after being bombarded back to the Stone Age by Israel in retaliation, they have quieted down for now. The initial action initiated by the terrorist organization known as Hamas was planned months in advance, with Iran leading the way with armaments brought, uh, bought by U.S. taxpayers provided by our own government through Barack and Joe. But God is on the throne and is flooding some of these countries with biblical floods, even as we speak. And that is true. 
It goes on to say, the U.S. has more Jews than even Israel, and they are still scattered all around the world, usually to the benefit of the host countries. They are innovators, scientists, bankers, and the like, which isn't to say they aren't capable of sinful activities. In fact, like all the rest of humanity, they too can fall into sin and be a stain on the chosen people of God. But alas, these wayward souls are simply a microcosm of the rest of humanity. He goes on to say, we have to wonder where the gay rights marches will be held this year in Israel or if they will be held at all in the days ahead. Let's hope those he says, let's hope these perverts wake up and repent. He says, I've had many Jewish friends during my lifetime and have found them for the most part to be benevolent, kind, and understanding. But like the rest of humanity, some can also be brutish. Most have uh, the propensity uh, to be wary of their fellow man, and rightfully so, since from the beginning of the Jewish race, they have been vilified and mistreated. I just finished reading uh, the book of Hi- the book. Um, a History of the Jews by Paul Johnson, a British historian. The book is the largest one I've ever read and one of the most compelling next to the discovery and conquest of Mexico by Bernal Diaz de Castillo, which also contained over six thousand. 600 pages and was brought or was bought at a library sale for 50 cents the funny thing about obtaining this latest book is that i bought it at another public library for a dollar 30 years later wow so he goes on to say not only that but i bought it a day before the war between israel and hamas even before i knew such a thing would happen i bought it on a friday and the war began the day after i bought it saturday the timing couldn't have been better he says the book was as thorough as a book can get with dates names and places and detailing or in detailing the events that the displaced and persecuted jews endured and why this gives me a greater insight into the reasons for the unbridled hatred of the jewish people As a writer, this book states, and I quote, he says, and I'm quoting him, quoting this other guy, um, no people have been more fertile in enriching poverty or or humanizing wealth or a misfortune to create uh, to creative account. Uh, This capacity springs from a moral philosophy, both solid and subtle, which has changed remarkably little over the millennia precisely because it has been seen to prove the purposes of those who share it. Countless Jews in all ages have grown under the burden of Judaism, but they have known in their hearts that it carried them. The Jews were survivors because they possessed the law of survival. The Jews have been great truth tellers, and that is one reason they have been so much hated. A prophet will be feared and sometimes honored, but when he has but when has he been loved? Yet a prophet must prophesy, and the Jews will persist in pursuing truth as they see it, whether it lead wherever it leads. Jewish his- history teaches, if anything, if anything can that there is indeed a purpose to human existence and that we are not born to live and die like beast in continuing to take comfort in the injunction thrice repeated in the noble first book of joshua be strong and of good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the lord thy god is with thee wherever thou goest he goes on to say today the jews are uh, once again fighting for their very existence and rightful place in life a place that god himself gave them surely as in the past the israeli jews will prevail with the intervention of almighty god the god of abraham isaac and jacob we should not be alarmed nor take sides in this historical event since many people will die good and bad alike instead we should pray that god's will be done to bring about the eternal salvation of others he says with islam warring factions uniting against israel it looks like we americans might be drawn into a larger and protracted war alongside our israeli allies against terrorism this to the chagrin of uh, uh former president barack hussein obama 
who is a Sunni Muslim himself and who in fact sent billions of dollars to Iran on the pallets and in the dead of the night while he was yet in office. It was Joe Biden waiting in the wings to do the very same thing, he says. He goes, in my opinion, this move by Joe Biden is only to divert attention from his failings as and blunders as the leader of the free world and to cover up his shady dealings with Ukraine. Joe continued to pay ransom by sponsoring their war as well. Thank God the conservatives in Washington just stopped him from giving the Ukraine billions more. The Turks and Iranians, formerly known as Persia in the Bible, you'll know that name, um, are now saber-rattling and making threats of entering uh, this war. Now everyone is walking on pins and needles hoping that peace will somehow come about before we Americans are dragged into this cauldron of endless killing. Nevertheless, Joe Biden is increasingly getting us directly involved by sending troops and armaments uh, to further fan the flames of war. While the Israelis were perfectly capable of defending themselves, especially with God on their side. In doing so, John is or Joe is hoping to deflect the focus off himself and his family from their worldwide criminal activities. The timing couldn't have been better, but as God reminds us, quote, be sure your sins will find you out, unquote. If not, surely in the hereafter. It is appointed unto man once to die, but after that, the judgment. That's YBIC. Uh, Jim Towers. Um, yes, folks, he is absolutely correct. And I kind of take, um, you know, with Brett Meter at Athy Creek, Pastor Brett, and he says, you know, we are to pray, to say the truth, and to get out of the way. And uh, we have, you know, kind of been like a thorn in Israel's side. I think the United States has, they are perfectly capable of taking care of themselves. And I think with us over there, um, it's just creating more, um, more problems. You know, we're really good at that. And so I think we just need to get out of the way. And just let Israel take care of Israel uh, because they're perfectly capable of doing that because they have God Almighty on their side. They do not need the United States. So, but, you know, folks, with that, you know, so much, just so much is going on. I just, you know, it just so much happening, you know. And let's see, let's go back up here to um, the Pope's absurd advice of a ceasefire in coming together. You know, he wants to bring that worldwide religion together and we can all be one, you know. Yeah, so this is at allisrael.com. And I actually almost read um, read the one from, it was the Catholic website about that. But I didn't, I don't think I did. Um, but I was going to on my podcast, but I think I cut that out. But anyway, um, is it the fact that he's 86 and no longer has clarity of mind? Or is it that he really doesn't have a grasp on the mindset of barbaric terrorists? Yes, folks, we're talking about Pope Francis. Uh, and this is at allisrael.com by Cookie Schwaber Sign, posted uh, November the 8th of 2023. And she says, either way, the recent calls made by Pope Francis for there to be a ceasefire in the Hamas Israel war is one of the greatest absurdities, which only testifies to his complete inability to recognize profound evil that must be fought and eradicated. Vatican News quotes the Pope saying, and I quote, uh, may we think about the children, all the children involved in this world. We are killing their future in this way, end quote. She goes on to say, it would appear that the pontiff needs a reminder that the future children, uh, the future of the children, toddlers and babies who were burned alive, stuffed in an oven, shot and tortured is already irrelevant since they are no longer with us. Were their precious lives meaningless to the point that a ceasefire should be declared, rendering Israel unable to avenge their deaths as would any other nation under siege? And what happens to the terrorists who would be able to remain in their safe haven of Gaza until the next round when they would once again parachute into our sovereign country in order to inflict yet another another savage massacre that is what they um, have said they would do 
since when is it okay to close your eyes to that kind of depravity and call for peace in the middle in the midst of an ongoing terror and the butchering of innocence the pope who claims to be god's representative on earth per the beliefs of the roman catholic church must have forgotten the most basic of scriptures when it comes to the nation of israel i will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you genesis 12 3 hamas has chosen to curse israel to brutally kill her children among other innocents and the latest thing they are willing to do is to take the advice of pope francis who says that quote everyone should gather the courage to end the world to end the world and quote uh, it is Hamas deplorable actions that have brought a curse upon themselves and part of that curse is the resulting consequence which calls for their eradication so that they cannot inflict further massacres upon the chosen people who neither ask for this war nor have purpose to kill innocent Gazan children but instead have humanely provided an exit road for them to escape but the Pope goes on to say let's pray that we have the strength to say enough unquote well i'm happy to inform him that his prayers have been answered because israel has truly said enough enough to the targeted murder of children enough to the targeted murder of young people at a forest party enough to the slaughter of entire families enough to the burning of their homes and communities and enough to the inculcated hatred that these terrorists have received since birth and that is true Pope Francis doesn't seem to understand that Israel is all about life and living. For us, there is no greater or higher meaning than making the most out of the gift we have been granted by God when he formed us in the womb. That gift was not to be squandered or dedicated to erasing a specific people from the face of the earth. No, God, no God would demand such a thing nor endorse the vile hatred that is accompanied by an insatiable lust for their blood. These are fundamental spiritual principles uh, which for, for some unexplainable reason have been overlooked by the leader of the Roman Catholic Church, which purports to speak for the Almighty. Yet he does not, because in order to bless Israel, one has to first and foremost recognize their right to exist in peace, safety, and security. You hear those words, peace, safety, and security. Hmm. Remember those. Anyway, uh, she goes on to say, to bless Israel, one must understand that their own success is intrinsically bound with the ways in which they personalize the Jewish nation and people. To bless Israel is to pray for their well-being, prosperity, and victory. Consequently, if they are viciously attacked by those uh, whose sole purpose is to end their existence, how can anyone morally justify turning the other cheek at a time when chants are loudly being yelled from the river to the sea? End quote. For those who may not know, the reason for the existence of an Israeli military is to ensure that we remain a people in our own homeland. The same homeland which was bequeathed to us by God per Genesis 15, 18, Quote, to your descendants, I have given this land from the river of Egypt as far as the great river Euphrates, unquote. To put down our weapons would literally be to sign our death warrant because without a fight, Hamas will succeed in accomplishing the final solution which Hitler failed to complete. So she says, so I am in a quandary as to what it is that the Pope believes would be the fruits of a ceasefire, the one in which he needs to invoke, quote, the future of innocent children, unquote, in order to tug at the heartstrings of society. To anyone who has a functioning mind, a ceasefire can only bring advantage and reward to the terrorists whose future aspirations will be to exact the same kind of massacre they were able to successfully pull off and then escape punishment. 
As uninformed and ignorant protesters grow louder in their calls for Jewish genocide, threatening those who are not even connected to the state of Israel or its policies, we are all too aware that these haters are neither interested in hearing the real events that began this nightmare, nor are they able to search their own hearts and minds for the true meaning of justice in order to discern who are the true victims in this centuries-long abhorrence of Jews. Now, while we may expect that kind of abject ignorance and detachment from heathens who serve no just and merciful God, it is not what anyone expects from someone who claims to be the holiest among all men. Because a large measure of holiness is determined by an uncompromising recognition of sin and evil, as well as what must be done to rid it from our midst. Calling for a ceasefire while Israeli soldiers who have put their young lives on the line and now have the military advantage as they close in on the savage enemies is not just imprudent, it's senseless, is morally bereft of taking a stand for uh, righteousness. Pope Francis is known for his, quote, politically correct, end quote, uh, injunctions, but there is nothing politically correct about allowing bloodthirsty terrorists to gain any advantage in their war against anyone who does not abide by their ideology that views all others as infidels, who are the vermin of mankind and must be eradicated. Because it comes down to this, to aid their efforts in any way, including allowing for a ceasefire, can only help them, is to facilitate the demise of all Jews and all Christians worldwide. Folks, that article is by Cookie Schwaber Isan. She is a former uh, Jerusalem Elementary Medical, Medical Middle School principal and the granddaughter of European Jews who arrived in the U.S. before the Holocaust, making Aliyah in 1993. She is retired and now lives in the center of the country with her husband. So keep her in prayer. Uh, what a wonderfully, truly authentic written article she has there. And folks, the Pope is evil, evil, evil. I'm telling you, if you guys know anything about the sect of uh, popes that he is from, the Jesuits, uh, you'll have a better understanding. But if you don't, go to getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com, and go check out uh, Pastor Billy Crone's um, study on Roman Catholicism. And then you'll be like, whoa. So, yes, they're like, well, they're Christians, too. No, no, honey, they're not Christians. They're not Christians. Mormons aren't Christians. So if you guys are watching The Chosen, I would stop. Um, there's a lot of great art. Go see uh, Justin Peters Ministries. He is on YouTube as well. Justin Peters Ministries. Uh, I love him. Anyway, he'll tell you all about The Chosen and why it's not very good for you. I have friends that watch and they're just, oh, it's such a great show. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's Catholic. It's not. Um, you know, the same folks. Oh, this shack. That's such a great book. Burn it with fire. Burn it with fire. I don't know about you, but my Heavenly Father is not Angel Mama in the kitchen. That's what they made her to be. And God is not a she. He is. He is he. He is almighty God. Um, and so these books make a mockery of God. And it just makes me so mad. But uh, guys, so much, so much is going on. Let me scroll on through here and see what I missed. Lots of headlines, lots of stuff. Um, today is Friday. So there's a two minute warning. 
Uh, it's the current radio program. If you guys go to olivetreeviews.org, you're going to check out Jim Markell, host Dr. Mark Hitchcock, Oliver Milnick, and Trevor Rubenstein. Hitchcock feels uh, the world has been given a two-minute warning as the final clock ticks down. War is expanding in the Mideast. The key to the clock is the Jewish people. Israel is the burdensome stone to the world and church. There will be a clamoring for peace for a peace treaty, folks. That'll be coming up, and we all know what that is. That's Daniel, the book of Daniel. Woohoo! Um, and uh, folks, I'm telling you what, my goodness, when he signs that peace treaty, that is the Antichrist. And so, if you're still here and you've been left behind after we've been raptured, and uh, you hear some guy signing this peace treaty with Israel. Uh, you better look up uh, and start asking the Lord Jesus to forgive you and save you because uh, you've been left behind and that is the Antichrist right there. That starts your seven-year tribulation spoken of uh, by the book of uh, by Daniel, the prophet Daniel and in the book of Revelation and there are several other places that is spoken of too. I think Zedekiah. Um, fo- folks, let me tell you something. Zechariah. There we go. Um, I'm in the book of uh, Jeremiah and there's the king Zedekiah. That's what I'm like, what? That didn't sound right. Um, so, Lots of stuff happening, guys. So much, so fast. Um, we just need to keep each other in prayer. We need to be uh, each other's prayer partners. You know, like I always say, if you have prayers, send them to me. I will pray for you. Um, I do want to lift up my friend Julie Cleveland. Guys, if you would lift her up in prayer, her son, um, Jordan Cleveland, um, is still having seizures. He's been having seizures since, I believe, October the 4th. Um, they don't know what's causing them. Um, he hasn't woken up since then. He is in a coma. They run brain scans and it shows that tr- uh, chronic um, damage, I guess, which shows he does have brain damage. To what extent, they don't know. He is 17 years old and uh, they are Christians. And uh, I know they all love the Lord Jesus. And I do know that about Julie and her family. And they are in church every Sunday and Wednesday. And I know they love the Lord. And uh, guys, if you would lift up Jordan um, Cleveland in your prayers, I would be so thankful. And I know she would, too. And just pray for his little sisters and, um, you know, his daddy and, of course, his mama. I can't imagine what they must be going through. He is in the hospital um, in uh, Dallas, Texas, in a very, very good hospital, uh, pediatric hospital in Dallas. And um, just pray that uh, they did some they did brain surgery day before yesterday or it might have been yesterday, the surgery went well. And so we're thankful for that. And we're just praying that he will be able to um, come out of that, come out, come off the coma by himself, be able to breathe by himself. Um, so much, so much is going on. You know, just keep them in prayer. Uh, my friend, my free, sweet, sweet friend, Stephanie Shove, she's like my sister. Um, Blackstock, I guess, no, she's married. But her husband, Dwayne, um, they are wonderful people, wonderful they would do anything for anybody. They love everybody, and they always get um, they always get the short end of the stick. We'll put it that way. People treat them so bad. And I've known Stephanie since I was in college. She was my roommate, um, you know, uh, way back in the '90s. And uh, I love her very much. And her husband Dwayne, uh, stage four throat cancer, uh, has um, uh, metastasized to his, I guess, lymph nodes, and they did remove a very large tumor from his throat. Um, and they're having a, a lot of trouble right now. The guy that they had hired um, to help them, uh, they own a mill in Florida and, um, you know, wood milling thing in Florida. And so with them being with him being sick, they can't work. And that's her livelihood. And uh, so they were training another guy to help them. And um, he stole all their stuff and uh, 
He stole the the trailer. He stole their meal. So he stole all kinds of stuff from the, all their tools. And so now, you know, can you imagine doing that to somebody? Um, you know, when they're down like that with state, you know, I was like, what kind of a wicked person would do something like that? Anyway, he takes care of his mother. And so he is a godly man. And um, Stephanie's a, a, a godly woman. Now, you know, we all had our all have had our past. But I tell you what, that's a good thing about the Lord Jesus Christ, because um, when he saves you, <laughs> you're a brand new creature in Christ. Whatever you've done in the past 20 some odd years, it doesn't matter. You know, uh, we're brand new. And if you would keep them in your prayer, I sure would appreciate that. And that the 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 guy, and I know his name, but I won't say it on here, um, that stole their stuff would return it. And uh, they had another guy that came and was going to trim some trees back off of the house for them because, you know, they had that um, hurricane and all that stuff that came through. Uh, and he took their money and he said he was a Christian and took their money and didn't and didn't even and just left and they couldn't get a hold of him. I'm like, wow. Wow, but then another godly man, a actual true Christian man there came and took care of all the trees for them. So God bless him. And uh, I will get that information for you guys. So if you are in the Lake City, Florida area, um, the gentleman that came and took care of their trees and did a a great blessing for them. You guys, if you're in that area, you could use his business because um, that's a true Christian. And, um, you know, while I'm sitting here, I may look that up for you guys. Let me see here. I tell you what, we're actually getting some rain over here. It's a winter time. We go from 90 to, to 20. <laughs> but that is, uh, that's the Texas way. <laughs> Especially here in the Panhandle. They call it, we have the craziest weather. And I mean, we have crazy weather. Um, people are like, it snows in Texas. I'm like, it snows here because we're in the Panhandle. We're in that little top half box in the, you know, right there. That's where I live in the little top box of Texas. And uh, technically, we should be North Texas, but no, Dallas says they're North Texas. Whatever, Dallas, whatever. Okay, so I'm going to scroll through here and see if I can't find the gentleman's name. Um, that was such a blessing. Here it is. Okay, guys, listen up. This is Radford's Tree Service, and they um, are there in Lake City, Florida, I do believe. Um, if you guys want their information, I'll give you their phone number, 386 438 3806 if you're in the florida area there um you need some tree trimming or they do tree trimming tree removal and haul off from free estimates give them a holler would you um because she says uh this man has restored my faith in humanity and she goes if anyone needs tree removal he's the one to call mr radford for being such a blessing and a nice honest man I uh, say so he's very reasonably priced and so uh he came and took care of what the other gentleman failed to do and yet took their money so anyway um you know keep my friend stephanie and her husband Dwayne in your prayer and their children too they're grown children they have grandchildren too so you know keep them keep them in your prayers and here she is need my prayer warriors to say a prayer for my husband he went for another surgery on october the 4th and so she's my sister i love her um not blood related but you know you need to have those friends that are like your that are closer than family you know and uh so anyway, you know, keep them in your prayers. There's a lot of folks that need prayer. And, um, you know, if you guys need prayer, shoot me an email at uh, heather at BibleProphecyForToday.com. And believe me, I will read it and pray for you. Uh, you can also go to the website. And there's a little chat there button there. Contact me or something, a little bubble there. I, mean, I think it's in the bottom right corner. Click on it. And uh, if I don't get to you right away, believe me, I will. I'll get to you. Um, 
But, uh, you know, in these end times, we, we've got to be encouragement. We've got to encourage each other. We have to pray for each other. We have to have our own network, you know, because there's the evil network. You know, you got the elitists. And, of course, I mean, I tell you what, when you got the Black Lives Matter and all those people, oh, my goodness, they're well connected, are they not? Uh, I think Christians, we should be well connected as well, but for the good, for the good of things to uh, bring glory to Jesus Christ. And so we need to pray. The Bible says to carry each one's burdens. And so, you know, whatever we've gone through, you know, God is, you know, has always been with us. He's never going to leave us or forget, you know, forsake us. And so I'm always thankful for that. And so every trial and tribulation and heartache that I've gone through, you know, it always makes me to be able to truly help somebody else in that same situation. So when I go, I'm going to tell like, you know, I know where you've been because I really do know where they've been. And so I think God uses that. And his word says so as well. So whatever you've gone through, use that to help somebody else in the same situation. And so um, we as Christians, we, we, you know, we are brothers and sisters. And so we will be together forever. Okay. We're forever and ever is a very long time. When I was a kid, my mom would tell me that we're going to be Jesus forever. And I'll be like, forever and ever. <laughs> She's like, yeah, forever and ever. Like forever and ever and ever. <laughs> you know, like my mind couldn't comprehend that. I get kind of scared. I'm like that's a long time, you know, but now I'm like, oh, it's still a long time. Um, but we're going to have things to do. We're not going to be sitting on a cloud, you know, playing a harp. No, he's got jobs for us to do. Isn't that a wonderful thing? We'll be able to work. Um, but it'll be great because it'll be a perfect world. Everything will be perfect. Just like, um, you know, he made it. And uh, I look forward to that day. And uh, I look forward to the to the Lamb Supper. Oh, boy, that's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. And if you haven't watched Before the Wrath, you guys go check out that movie. You're going to have a way better understanding of what's going to be happening when we are raptured out of here and what the rapture means and why it's different and why the Galilean Jewish wedding is different than just the Jewish wedding. Uh, you're going to be blown away by that and why the Lord Jesus chose um, Galileans to be his disciples. And so super exciting time that we are living in today. Um, don't let everything in the world, you know, bring you down. Be aware of what's going on in the world, but don't let it, don't let it into your, into your mind, into your spirit. We are to renew our spirits by reading the word of God. And uh, that's how we renew our minds, you know, because there's a lot of filth and garbage and trash out there. And I hardly ever turn the TV on. And then when I do, I just watch like old shows like Andy Griffith, um adam adam 12 i don't know if you guys ever know what adam 12 is i like that show um the rifleman that's another one of my favorite ones and so um you know i just watch those old shows and i like them and uh that's just you know i think i'm watching star trek voyager i know don't laugh don't laugh it was funny because i was texting my cousin the other night and I've been watching Star Trek Voyager. And she goes, oh my gosh, David and I are watching that too. And I laughed, you know, like I never watched. I don't think I watched it when it was actually on in the 90s. But now I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. It's just something to, you know, it's not anything bad or anything like that. But, you know, today's TV programs are just terrible, terrible. And I watch a lot of, you know, I watch YouTube, you know, I watch a lot of my pastors and stuff on YouTube. And, uh, you know, it's nice to know how to plant a winter garden and uh, do stuff like that and learn how to take care of yourself. If the grid does go down, you guys know I have a new um, YouTube channel out there. It's called the uh, Survivalist Corner. If you guys want to go join that, um, these, and I will warn you now, these are all chat GPT. Yes, folks, chat GPT um, for the most part now. If there's something wrong or something, I'll tweak it. You know, I'll change the wording on it. And then the video is from InVideo. And so you type it in and it makes the video for you. 
based on it's amazing it's crazy i've never seen anything like it but it's pretty well spot on and so i'll tell you the difference if you go on my my youtube channel and you look at the difference or even on my youtube page you can tell the videos that i actually made using canva and um and then the videos that uh this this in video program makes it's uh it's all ai technology um and then you're gonna be like wow they get totally hundreds more hits than the ones that I make. I'm like, well, what's the difference? You know, apparently, I don't know. But anyway, it gets tons, tons more hits. But I do have a a, a little Koji store. And I'm just kind of threw this up there um, just for the survivalist channel, just to see, you know, what it was like and what I could use it for. What a in true intention. I do have a survival little booklet up there. I think it's like a buck ninety nine. It was just a um, just to see how everything works, you know. Um, and it does have some really good information. And it's quick. It's like thirty pages or something, but it's really good information. But um, uh, one thing I did want to, I, I wanted to do because I wanted to open up another little store on there, uh, a Bible prophecy for today store, and actually um, be able to get you guys PDFs and um, downloadable stuff like that, and little eBooks and stuff like that, um, a lot for free. You know, because when I use KD, KDP publishing and stuff like that, you know, I have to sell it. I can't just give it away. And with this website, I'll be able to give a lot of stuff away. And you guys can just download it. And then, you know, you can have that. Like the one I'm going to start working on, I'm, I've already kind of started working on it. Um, it's like the top 10 prophecies, you know. And just kind of tell what the top 10 are. And, you know, uh, why they're relevant. And what's going on today. And, you know, just to kind of... Um, bring awareness to Bible prophecy and how important it is, especially right now, and how it points everybody back to the Lord Jesus Christ and points us all back to the Bible. And uh, so I want to do something like that, you know, just kind of give a lot of stuff away so that you guys can have like access to stuff like that, you know. Um, you could print it off and say you may know somebody that doesn't know anything about, you know, Bible prophecy or like whatever, like, hey, here's a here's a quick little, you know, like booklet or like whatever, you know. So anyway, so I'm kind of looking into doing stuff like that. Um, you know, just to get the word out, you know, just so that, um, you know, there's stuff out there that tools that you can use. And if you guys have any ideas or anything like that, suggestions that you want me to, you know, I don't know, write about like whatever. Hey, shoot me an email. Let me know. Um, I'll be super glad, um, to do that. Or post a comment, um, on, if you're on Podbean, you can post a comment, um, on, on this podcast. I don't know if you can do it on iTunes and Spotify and all that, but I know you can on Podbean. And if you guys are looking to start a, a podcast, if you've ever thought about doing a podcast, Podbean is the way to go. It is the simplest platform um, you can possibly use. Um, it's got great pricing. Um, it is super easy. Lots of tools. You can do live from your iPhone. You can probably do live from your Android. I don't have an Android, but um, super easy, super simple pricing. You can do videos. Um, I'm not sponsored by Podbean or anything like that, but I do throw that out there. Um, so anyway, um, I have been approached about doing some affiliate links. And so um, I thought about maybe doing a couple of those, um, but only of course on products that I totally believe in. And so um, I'm kind of looking through, I'm kind of getting, you know, some, some uh, feedback on some of them that are sending them to me. Um, and so if it's something that I use, um, you guys know that I'm going to uh, let you guys know, maybe you can get a discount. And um, so anyway, uh, with that, I am going to get off of here and, uh, you know, um, as always, um, get, uh-oh, civilians flee North Gaza during evacuation. Oh, Northern Gaza. Well, you know, the news makes it sound like, oh, Israel's big, bad Israel. They're like, you know, Israel has told them uh, to leave Northern Gaza. We are going to bomb you. 
we're going to bomb it and they don't leave and so and like oh look at israel they bombed the hospital blah 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 well i mean you know they're shooting rockets from that and it was their own rocket in gaza that hit their own hospital so um and of course they always make it sound like way more dense than i mean you know it's um it's all about sympathies you know this i mean israel has they even flew over and dropped leaflets they have called cell phones and announced and completely announced like hey this is what we're going to do you need to leave and so and then you have hamas that won't let their people leave and so they use them as human shields and so um so but uh this is this is what this is what's going on it's the truth of the matter and so you see all this stuff in in our news over here in the uh, the western in the United States. I mean, it's all it's just I've never I, I just just angers me our universities, which have been sold to Satan a long time ago. But uh, you know, it's just pathetic. It's just it's sickening. But anyway, I am going to get off here. So <laughs> anyway, um, oh wait, here's some more from the from the Vatican. What does this say? Oh, transgender people can be baptized. This is from the Pope. Yeah, folks. So, I don't know what else needs to tell you that. Uh, yeah, you know the Pope is more like the uh, false prophet um, that will aid the Antichrist. And I'm not saying thus says the Lord, but I mean the Bible does a pretty clear picture of uh, what this false prophet will be like. And um, man, I tell you what, the Pope kind of fits that bill pretty darn to a T. Um, but anyway, um, you know. But with that, guys, I really am going to get off of here. You know, in the South, we have to say bye at least three or four times. So anyway, um, with that, guys, um, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, come. Guys, um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate all of your support and prayers. And I just know that I'm praying for you guys as well. And I'm praying that the Lord Jesus will come and take us and um, take us home. But until then, may we fight the good fight and be the salt and light in this dark world and tell people about the Lord Jesus Christ. May you do that today, no matter what position that God has put you in, where he's put you at. May you stand for God and uh, may you be a light and be salt uh, in this generation. And don't back down. Don't back down. Speak the truth in love, but speak the truth. So with that, guys. Um, I love each and every one of you and may God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much.